You have tuned in to the Lee Brothers radio program. Crazy mood. Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee brothers. One fifth. One fifth of the reptiles face extinction because of what you buy. (laughs) Oh, that pizza last night hurt some reptile. Uh, it's, is it constitutional to pray in the 50 yard line in public schools? I just, I want to know. You mean to tell me the Supreme court could actually say you can't pray in the 50. Okay. That's interesting. We'll talk about that. And Biden thanks teachers for indoctrination. Oh, it's our favorite topic. That is next. Virginia citizens and American patriots radio as the founding fathers intended. And they would be praying on the 50-yard line. I kid you not. In fact, they sent money to the missionaries. Christian missionaries. That was Jefferson. That was crazy. We are the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Richard Lee is my co-host, my friend and brother who is not doing well, not uh, not going to make this show. And uh, we desperately, and I say that um, not because it's like, well, I guess I used the wrong word. <laughs> All right, so we, we covet your prayers for Richard Lee. Covet your prayers for Richard Lee as he's uh, recovering from a fall he had a week or so ago and still would um, would love to be here. Miss him greatly. Richard at theleebrothers.com is how you reach him. Richard at theleebrothers.com. Thank you. Mojo 5 Mojo 5 Radio is growing by leaps and bounds. We're even getting responses uh, to our show uh, constantly throughout the week, and thank you to for to listen. Thank you for listening, and thank you for uh, participating uh, as you do at mojo50.com. All right, coming up in the show, Ministry of Truth. If you're unfamiliar with 1984 or Animal Farm or any of these books, well, our government has become exactly what we feared. It is the uh, overreach minister. Could you believe there's a there's a there's a group in the Department of Health called the Indoctrine or Truth, whatever it's called, but we call it the Ministry of Truth. That's what it is. We'll talk about that coming up. The left is melting down over Twitter, complete meltdown. It's fun. This is when it gets fun. Like I told you, the show. I'm I'm in a, in a really kind of a fun mood, but uh, still massively uh, enjoying the melting down of the left. Uh, but we do want to get to this this uh, this segment. I, I, can we get to it this hour, you think? Okay. Thank you for your help. At the bottom of the hour, we'll try to cover this, the, the Supreme Court's hearing this football coach who prayed on the 50-yard line. And the school stepped in and said, you can't do that. Now, I'm struggling with this whole can't do that thing. I mean, what are they? Are they serious? They fired the guy. I mean, you, you fired him because he prayed on the 50-yard line. The offense is other kids might see it and be offended. I kid you not. Is that constitutional? I don't know, but we'll talk about it coming up. All right, check us out, theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com, up and running. Uh, Joe Biden this week uh, had a little ceremony for the top teachers in the country. 
if you've been listening to this show for any length of time, especially since my daughter hit high school a couple of years ago, my frustration with the public education system is documented and uh, at pitch level. My frustration with the teachers, equally so. I think our teachers are horrendous. Oh, Scott Lee, there you go again. Yeah, um, pretty much. I mean, I can point to about every single teacher in my daughter's public school that is either a trans, uh, gay, flies a flag, pure indoctrination about everything that is sex. I don't know what sodomy has to do with English class, but apparently we must talk about it uh, in, in every single level. So when Joe Biden got up this week and was trying to talk about how great the public education uh, teachers are, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I really, I struggle with it because where? Show me where they are. Here's what he said. We should have your back. Teaching is one of the hardest jobs in this country. To be- Hang on a second. Can we stop it there? It's one of the hardest jobs in the country? In the country? Co- Teaching is the hardest job. I I think every single person can think of a tougher job than teaching. Really, that's the toughest job. You get three months off. You get to tell all these kids about your little personal leftist uh, indoctrinational views. It's the toughest job. Hmm. I'm not so sure that's accurate. I was uh, watching the um, trash guy come down the street the other day. That looked like a pretty tough job. I'm watching the guy crawling underneath my, uh, my crawl space in my house, reworking the, uh, the, the, the duck work. That looked like a pretty tough job. Now, you might say teachers work hard. Some do. But to say it's the toughest job, that's just hyperbole. It's stupid. Teaching is one of the hardest jobs in this country <laughs> to be able to do it well. And one of the most important Today, there are too many politicians trying to score political points, trying to ban books, even math books. I mean, did you ever think, even Where? younger teachers, did you ever think when you'd be teaching, you'd be worrying about book burnings and banning books? What, what, what is he talking about? Oh, oh, I know, I know, I think I know what he's talking about. The books that talk about gay sex and all the other stuff, yeah. Uh, for, for elementary school kids, uh, Banning books may be a too tough a word. How about just not reading them in class? But, you know, if you can paint parents as evil because they want to ban a book from a from an elementary school student of theirs, that, then I guess you can win and make it sound like that. Burning books. It's insane. All because it doesn't fit somebody's political agenda. No, no, no. It's not a political agenda to protect my child's innocence. It's just not. Quit saying it is. If I want my my three third grader or younger in Florida not to hear about sodomy, that's not some political agenda. In fact, I would argue you're the one with the political agenda and many of these teachers, which I'll prove in a second. American teachers have dedicated their lives to teaching our children and lifting them up. We gotta stop making the target of the culture wars. That's where this is going. They're the target of the culture wars? Teachers are the target of culture wars? If the teacher talks about lesbian, LGBT, socialism, Marxism, uh, critical race theory, then they can become the target. But that's not what's going on in our country. There isn't a rally cry against teachers, only here on this show with me. (laughs) And it's tongue-in-cheek half the time. But there's there's no 
a cultural battle against teachers? Everyone agrees we need teachers. We just need indoctrination. But see, Joe Biden doesn't even think it's your kids in school. You know, that's not your kid. It's a government kid. Oh, he didn't say that. Here is Biden talking about the teachers and kids. You've heard me say it many times about our children, but it's true. They're all our children. I got to stop right there. Hang on a second. No, they're not. My neighbor's kid is not my kid. I don't pay for that. Well, there's politicians like Biden making me pay for their college and all those other things and healthcare, but it's not my kid. It's not. And my kid isn't their kid. I like this kumbaya hug hands and all that, but that's not what's happening in America. No, sir, buddy. Nope. All our children. Mm-hmm. And the, the reason you're the teachers of the year is because you recognize that. They're not somebody else's children. They're like yours when they're in the classroom. They're not someone else's children. They're yours when they're in the classroom. You believe that? Can we please save that clip forever? Joe Biden just let it out. It's exactly how these government-run indoctrination schools think of your children. They're not somebody else's children. They're like yours when they're in the classroom. They're not someone else's children. They're yours. And you get to do what you want with them. And it's everything that happens is a secret. We don't have to tell their parents. It's like Barack Obama. You didn't build that. The rest of America build that. This is unbelievably telling, but it is exactly, exactly who these people are. They are the ones who sit on a throne and look down at you and say, I can't let you teach your kids. We are responsible for your kids. These public school teachers, it's their kids when they're in that classroom. And that's why you just can't go in there, you see. Once that child hits the door of the government-run school, the government has them. Why do you think government wants universal paid-for pre-K? Because they want to start younger. Because they're not your kids. Those kids belong to the teacher in that class. They're not somebody else's children. They're like yours when they're in the classroom. Unbelievable. That's the President of the United States thanking your public school teachers. Oh, and by the way, if you think that the teachers aren't like this, we have played plenty of clips for you to prove it, but there'll be another one in 72 seconds. TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. Adjust your mojo now. Thank you. You want a unique experience? A unique drinking experience infused with a combination of bourbon and smoke? Try the new 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Made in America from recycled bourbon barrels, this unique topper fits nicely atop your glass and promises a smoke-infused taste to your favorite drink. Each smoker is straight from the great white oak tree and allows you to be that unique bartender in your home. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo 5 
Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Need a vaccine passport? We got your passport right here. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. The private market, it just doesn't work. Uh, but we only have one planet. All right, having a little fun there. Outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Thanks for tuning in to Mojo50.com. Mojo50.com. Virginia, the founding of the country. And then shortly after, Patrick Henry said, I'm no longer a Virginian. I'm an American. And aren't we all? Starting right here with the Lee brothers and Richard Henry Lee, who signed it or was responsible for the, the independent resolution. And we are proud of our family there. All right, check us out, mojo50.com, mojo50.com. I don't know what it is about our teachers in our schools. Did, they, did, did somehow our schools become magnets for transgender, gay, purple hair, earrings, tattoos, uh, kind of the freak show of teachers. These people can't communicate. They have an anger against parents. By the way, I am speaking from experience. They can't stand parents. I've had teachers tell my daughter, I don't care what your parents think. I will do what I want in this class. I mean, who are you? Are you, are you some kind of rebel? Are you the government to force everything that you think on these kids who you think are yours. Thank you, Joe Biden. The teachers have become the problem. And the good teachers are shamed into silence. I mean, there's not a single, I don't know of a single conservative slash Republican, whatever, Christian teacher who perpetuates their position on anything. You imagine have a Christian have a Christian flag up in the room? Imagine a Christian having one man, one woman marriage sign on there. Well, I mean, it wouldn't happen. So there are very few of those teachers, and where they are, they're sh- they're shunned, they're mocked, they are um, uh, pretty much uh, on an island by themselves, and they're pretty much non-existent. And if they are there, they're fighting a losing battle. Or if they're part of the, edu- or the education union, they ought to leave. Here's an example. This is a high school teacher who is a transgender high school teacher. Do we not have any standards for hiring people? So it's a transgender high school student 
And by the way, my daughter has one too at her school. It's just spectacular. Uh, This is actually a little lengthy, but I want you to hear exactly how this teacher thinks. And then I want you to join me in challenging this entire public education system. This is not the obscure. This is the normal. This is your teacher in your son or daughter's high school. A classroom, we need to be a stickler for inclusive language. All right, stop right there. Dang it, I can't even get past the first three seconds. I want to be a stickler for exclusive language. How would how did this become part of the vernacular? These are supposed to be the smartest people among us. Inclusive language. What in the hell is inclusive language? What does that even mean? Can someone tell me an uninclusive word? It's 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 complete garbage. I know. We'll start over. Here we go. A classroom. We need to be a stickler for inclusive language in any conversation and especially in the content that we teach i'd like to give some examples (laughs) the content within we teach how about you just teach quit worrying about inclusivity i can promise you the kids in the classroom aren't going i hope they're inclusive today with their language it's not happening it's not happening at all it's only in the minds of these teachers i'd like to give some examples from my content which is science i've mostly taught biology and we're teaching about now this is the teacher's content the content came from the teacher the teacher's doing this all teachers aren't bad scott they're good really listen to where this this guy gets his content and he's going to share it with us which is awful bold of him my content which is science i've mostly taught biology and we're teaching about life and living things we need to be clear that we're including all living things including (laughs) we were excluding them Oh, we were excluding some living things, not all. So when you're teaching biology, you're teaching only partial living things. Until you came and said, you know what? We got to make sure we're talking about all living things here. Hmm. We need to be clear that we're including all living things, including all people in that. Um, So I want to offer one resource that I'm going to drop in the chat from my uh, website. So me and uh, three other, me and two other uh, trans identified uh, high school teachers. Oh, there's more than one trans-identified high school. You said two or three are using his uh, his website here. What is his website? I know you're dying to know. Here, listen, here it is. Put together a language guide. Our site is called genderinclusivebiology.com. <laughs> and- <laughs> a language guide for biology. Gender-inclusive biology. Now, you might be wondering, well, what is it? He's going to explain in a second, but are you at mad yet at all? I just want a biology teacher, please. Now biology has to be gender inclusive. Some things that we come up on a lot are for teaching about um, cell division or reproduction. A lot of textbooks, a lot of existing teaching will say, well, women produce eggs. Um, Yes, some would say that. In fact, they all say that. It's called science. Yes, women produce eggs. He's like, some say this. (laughs) And you begin to see, we're in a whole lot of hurt here. A lot of existing teaching will say, well, women produce eggs. Um, Males are more likely to be colorblind. Um, The mother carries the fetus for this many months. And some ways that we can show our support for trans and non-binary students are just to clean up that language, be more precise. We can be more accurate and be more inclusive. How? I know. He's going to tell us, but I want you, I know what you're saying. 
clean up the language to be more inclusive, to suggest that maybe women aren't the only ones who have eggs. I mean, how whacked are we now that we're actually denying the very science that we say we're teaching? This is a high school student, I mean teacher. These are the teachers that Joe Biden was just bragging about, that these aren't your kids. These aren't your kids. When they're in the classroom, that's this transgender's kids. That'll make you feel good. Well, I would say, no, it's not women that produce eggs. It's ovaries that produce eggs. That's accurate. That's wow. precise. We're acknowledging that not all women produce eggs and also not all egg producers are women, for example. And Where? Now, I, I, th- how can this guy have a job? How can he have a job in the public school? What, what, what happened to our education system that people don't hear this and go, this guy needs to be fired. This is pure insanity. This is reality. This is what we're going through. And you want to know why people are so upset and mad and disgusted and saying the world's upside down because of this garbage. People who believe this could fill a phone booth when we used to have them. Now they're emboldened because there's such thing as the internet. And these people are coming out all over the place thinking this is great. And we, the normal people who look at this and go, this is insanity, are shunned and mocked and made fun of. This should be the other way around. This guy should lose his job tomorrow. No, it's not women that produce eggs. It's ovaries that produce eggs. That's accurate. That's precise. We're acknowledging that not all women produce eggs and also not all egg producers are women, for example. And we're teaching students that language matters. We're not just talking about uh, imaginary people and living things that our language impinges on the people in our classroom and in our community. There's no hope. That is the public education teacher today in almost every single classroom. Not mine, Scott Lee. My, student, my, te- my school is great. I send my kid there baloney. You're being lied to. You have no idea what you're talking about. This is the normal teacher in today's culture. All right, coming up, an elementary school principal in Washington cancels a fourth-grade Lewis and Clark play. I'll tell you why in 68 seconds. LeeBrothers.com, LeeBrothers.com. High capacity, fully automatic, large caliber, freedom. Mojo Five O. You want a unique experience? A unique drinking experience infused with a combination of bourbon and smoke? Try the new 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Made in America from recycled bourbon barrels, this unique topper fits nicely atop your glass and promises a smoke-infused taste to your favorite drink. Each smoker is straight from the great white oak tree and allows you to be that unique bartender in your home. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Scott and Richard Lee, 
using the men's room their entire lives. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. We didn't have a problem using the restroom when we were kids. We just didn't. I mean, we knew. We've been using the men's room our entire lives. I don't know why this is complicated. But apparently in the public education system, every single teacher is confused by it, including the one you just listened to, which is preposterous, which should be fired. But this kind of woke, insane culture has infiltrated every level of our education system. An elementary school in Washington State canceled a fourth-grade Lewis and Clark play. And you can just figure out and guess the reasons why. They received two, a total of two complaints, probably within the same family, the same, the mother and the father, or in that case, maybe it was the mom and dad. Maybe it was the dad and dad. Maybe it was two moms complained about it. Determining that the script was guilty of cultural appropriations and stereotypes of Native Americans. Hmm. How about that? So what is a cultural appropriation and stereotype? It's what everyone does all the time. It's the reason on Halloween comes around, you wear cowboy hats and cowboy boots. It's a cultural appropriation. It's a stereotype. The teacher went on to say, it's essential that our school promote respect for all cultures and all people. So no history. You can't even talk about history of Lewis and Clark because it doesn't respect all cultures and people. How does it disrespect them? How has this been allowed to stand? How is this... Elementary school, elementary school principal who cares more about it than the elementary kids who are probably just trying to figure out the history and, and the story of Lewis and Clark is such a woke moron that his brain has fallen out. It's essential to promote all cultures and people. We must not perpetuate stereotypes or engage in cultural appropriation. After thoughtful consideration, along with racial justice training, <laughs> At our school and our staff, I decided to cancel the fourth grade performance of Lewis and Clark. Thank you for protecting us against history and appropriations. How insane. Get your kid out of the public school now. Demand that the money follow the kid. Demand options, school choices, and vouchers. Only way to stop this insanity. These people are emboldened. They can teach whatever they want because you have to send your kid there. It's dead wrong. Coming up, apparently so is praying on the 50-yard line. That's next. LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com. The most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 17... 17- Mojo50.com. We built this city. Mm-hmm. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city on religious liberty. I'm telling you. We built this city on rock and roll. Shift that to the bottom of the hour. Outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co host, my friend, and my brother. Sitting to my left, sometimes my far left, is Richard Lee. He is uh, not here this week, um, struggling with um, some medical issues. He fell and uh, has some things going on. As you heard on our show a couple of weeks ago, I gave you a complete health update. You can still find that 
at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com, as you hear his struggles for the last five years. Uh, very concerning. Obviously, we ask that you pray for him, and um, and then doing so, just drop him an email, at Patriot, uh, Richard at theleebrothers.com. Very simple. Many of you have done that, and thank you, Richard at theleebrothers.com. He swears he'll be back. He's a phenomenal human being, great spirits, uh, just struggling through some health things. So thank you, Richard. I love you, bro. Get back here soon as possible. Hey, check us out, please, theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. There is a trans teacher you just heard from, and that entire video is found there at theleebrothers.com. An unburdened Kamala Harris. What does that even mean? It's got to be a joke when you watch it, but it's reality. Unburdened Kamala Harris video. It's uh, probably the three minutes you'll never get back in your life, but at least you'll laugh at it. <laughs> TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. And the catch of the year in a Major League Baseball game, and it didn't come from a baseball player. All that's at TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. All right, so this has always been interesting to me. The, the biggest... Uh, assault in America today, the biggest thing you can do as an American is proselytize for your faith. That is unacceptable. Unless you're on the left, you can proselytize for the LGBT, you can proselytize for transgender, you can proselytize for two dads, you can proselytize for every humanist idea. But if you proselytize in the name of Christ's name, then uh, you will be squashed. Ask Chris Pratt, who is Guardians of Galaxy guy. We'll talk about that in a second if we even get to it. But those are big things. And proselytizing isn't just simply you walking up to someone and telling them about your faith. It's actually living out your faith, which, and I didn't realize this, is unconstitutional. So if you're living out your faith in the public world, it's unconstitutional. If anybody in any kind of public event prays, the left goes insane, and they scream separation of church and state. Loudly, by the way. It hurts your ears. It's piercing. You know, they're piercing anyway. It's just they're very unhappy people. But when they find out that someone prayed, and they're either a public school teacher, a football coach, a politician, or a president, they go crazy. They think there should be no Christians allowed in it because, you see, if you are a government official at any level and you pray, it's government endorsing a religion, which is absolutely a biggest joke ever. It has nothing to do with that. Yeah, I like to talk to people about the First Amendment and what it really... Why was it instituted? I mean, you can, you can go to a lot of the founding documents and find out what was going on at that time and why Patrick Henry wanted it so bad. Because they came from a place that had a state-sponsored religion... I didn't want that anymore. Now, it, didn't, it wasn't concerned. Patrick Henry and those uh, who wanted the Bill of Rights were not concerned that there might be a public politician somewhere praying or that there would even be public money used for the betterment of religion for the people. We know this to be true because Thomas Jefferson himself used public money to send missionaries to the Indians, and not one person stood up and said, separation, church, and state, separation, church, and state, because a lot of the woke liberals weren't there yet. It's not because it was unconstitutional. Isn't that weird? How could Thomas Jefferson miss the First Amendment? What a goofball. You'd think he'd figure that out after he, wrote, after he 
uh, read 6,400 books that he later donated to the Library of Congress after the War of 1812. And you think since he helped pen like the Declaration of Independence was a major thinker in the time, he would have known better. But there weren't enough people around to show Thomas Jefferson how the Constitution was wrong or how he was wrong and was against the Constitution. No, it's come much further than that today. The phrase separation of church and state exists not in one single founding document. Not one. Not one single law pertaining document that is designed for our country. It's not in the Declaration of Independence, not in the Constitution of the United States. So where did it come from then, you stupid Lee brother? Well, it came from a letter that Jefferson wrote on his own, privately, to the Danbury Baptists. That's where it came from. I'll let you look that up and see the context of it. When he did say that there was a separate... And that that phrase did exist in that letter, and he was defining that government wasn't setting a religion. It was very clear. Isn't that interesting that Thomas Jefferson, the guy actually put it in a private letter, is the same one who sent missionaries with Christians to the Indians? Same guy. You think he would have understood his own terminology, separation, church, and state? He missed it horribly. Today, in today's culture, it's prayer that is unconstitutional. September 2015, a school district learned that Kennedy, a football coach, was praying on the field when a coach from opposing team told the principal about his prayers. You see, that other coach was pissed. What's that guy doing out in the center of that field? It looks like he's praying. I'm telling on him, just like any other leftist. The phone call prompted the athletic director to speak to Kennedy, the football coach, and express his disapproval when Kennedy prayed on the field after a game. Imagine that. I'm just so disappointed in him. We can't show that kind of character. The letter reiterated that the student's prayer should be entirely and generally student-initiated. So they sent him a letter stating that. Why? Why can't the teacher go out there or the coach go out there, and if kids join them on their own will, that's fine which is exactly what happened. And a stress that Kennedy should not do anything he could to, to, uh, to be seen as an endorsement of those prayers. He can't endorse the prayers? You see the crazy path we're going on? Let's just say, for example, the Supreme Court. By the way, this entire case is in front of the Supreme Court. Let's say the Supreme Court comes back and says, you know what, he can't pray out there. What would be the ramifications of that across our entire country? What would that mean? Would that mean in your job you can't pray? Does, would that mean that we have to scrape off the monuments, like glory to God on the top of the Washington Monument? Should that be scraped off because of separation of church and state? If the Supreme Court comes back and says, this football coach can't pray, and he does, he does pray, what do you suggest we do as a country to these people who break the prayer law? Are there prayer police? Are there going to be those in our schools now who make sure that you're being taught about two dads, but you can't pray in the center of a football field? And there'll be those kind of police. Right now, Kennedy kept praying, and he got suspended from his job. This is how this whole thing came to be. Are there those who really think that the coach shouldn't pray? No, no, it's different. I mean, if you if you don't want the coach to pray, that's one thing. But to go to a large federal government and restrict this man from praying, isn't that a radical difference? Now, 
the biggest offense isn't that he prayed. The biggest offense is someone might see him pray who isn't a Christian. That is the offense in the America today. The offense is someone might see him do this and therefore be uncomfortable. And the Constitution, on uh, I think it's Bill of Rights number 11, says no one can feel uncomfortable. Or no one can see someone else. See how stupid this is? It's absolutely ridiculous. Of course he can pray at the 50-yard line. Of course people can exercise their freedom of religion even when they work for a government agency. Yes, our new governor of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin, can come down off his speech where he gave at the podium and hold hands with the cabinet members and pray out loud for the Commonwealth of Virginia, which is exactly what he did, and he didn't break a single constitutional law. Yes, Thomas Jefferson can use money from the taxpayers and send it. Now, you can debate that, but he did it, and it's not unconstitutional. He didn't. He didn't break the First Amendment. And neither did every single founding father who referenced God in every speech and every prayer and actually asked for prayer of the nation, including Washington's first proclamation. This shows you exactly where our culture is today. This, this culture is diametrically opposed to the very foundation of the Judeo-Christian heritage that gave us the unparalleled freedom of anywhere on the planet. It wasn't humanists that showed up on the shores of this country and said, we believe liberty is the, the yearning of men. It wasn't them. Look up the Mayflower Compact. Look up... Um, uh, why, did my, why did it just go out of my mind with... Uh, who's the... Uh, Pocahontas. John Smith. Thank you. Look up what that was all about. And then come back to me and tell me this high school football player can't pray at the 50-yard line, but a high school trans teacher can tell me that women aren't the only ones that can have babies. What a messed up place we are. And dang it, I was going to try to get to Chris Pratt. I might do that after 72 seconds. TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. The greatest living collection of freedom fundamentalists. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You want a unique experience? A unique drinking experience infused with a combination of bourbon and smoke? Try the new 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Made in America from recycled bourbon barrels, this unique topper fits nicely atop your glass and promises a smoke-infused taste to your favorite drink. Each smoker is straight from the great white oak tree and allows you to be that unique bartender in your home. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Five O.
identifying as lizard men from outer space, but only two days a week. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. <laughs> ah, the crazy train. Isn't it, though? Little did we know that this would become the, uh, the new national theme song. <laughs> All right, Virginia citizens and American patriots, join us here. Uh, you can find us at Mojo50.com and the Lee Brothers. Dot com, where you also can find a link to our bios, a link to watch live whenever you get a second. And, uh, of course, um, all the updates that we send you there. You can sign up at theleebrothers.com for those updates. Just real quickly on Chris Pratt. This is a guy, he's what, Star-Lord in uh, the Gardens of Guardians of Galaxy, which I'm not even a fan of the Guardians. I think the only reason the Guardians of the Galaxy worked because it was in the Avengers uh, whole thing, but I'm not a, a big fan of, of that. Uh, I'm a fan of Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt um, has been openly uh, Christian in the world of a woke Hollywood. And, of course, that puts him, um, I guess that puts him right on level of, like, being Thanos in uh, Avengers. I mean, that's how bad the, the, the Christian is here, Chris Pratt. By the way, my daughter works at Noodles, Noodles and & Company, and uh, she works there one day a week, and... All the people at work at Noodles are gay or transgender. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with our kids and our culture and the parents. Where are the parents? What happened to your parents? I mean, are, are the parents around anymore? These kids have uh, a, a ring in every orifice. They have purple hair. And um, they were talking to my daughter, Reagan, about just life in general. Go to, you know, where do you go to school, parents, that kind of thing. They're working together. In fact, my daughter's training one of these trans kids. And uh, my daughter, I get this. You ready? My daughter, Reagan, is a Christian. I, I know it. Gosh, it's hard to believe. But anyway, so she's obviously is a very caring and compassionate person, is helping this kid. I mean, she, she's blown away by his views on things. But anyway, about halfway through this thing, another gal comes in who's a transgender woman. I don't know which way. And they start chatting it up together, the two of them. And Reagan's standing there listening to this. And one of them says... I can't stand the people that come in here because most of them are Christians, and I hate Christians. And my daughter looks at them and says, hate? Yes, I hate them. That's massively tolerant of you. Hate, that's a pretty strong word. I mean, who is really hating people today? Who are the massive haters in our culture and society? Who is hating Chris Pratt? Who wants him fired from the Avengers? Who wants him removed from the uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy? The cancel culture. Those working at, apparently, noodles. See, the problem is Chris Pratt as a um, part of the Disney group. And being a devout Christian is a problem for all the gay activists at Disney. So the chief complaint is that Pratt attends a church that holds to a biblical definition of marriage. And how dare he? That First Amendment wasn't meant for the churches that uphold marriage. That First Amendment was meant for that. The First Amendment was to ban people from praying at the 50-yard line. Pratt goes to a church that upholds marriage. What a crazy church that is. I thought all churches did. I thought that's what churches... If churches today don't uphold the biblical definition of marriage, why are they churches? James Gunn, the director of the first two Guardians of the Galaxy movies, actually defended Pratt. 
should be noted that the church has never turned away anyone, that Pratt has never uttered a homophobic word. And if he had, that's worse than praying to the 50-yard line. Good thing Pratt has never said a homophobic word because if he said a homophobic word, he'd be worse than anyone else on the planet, including the two transgender people who said they hate Christians in front of my daughter. Much worse. Gunn says Pratt will not be removed from the film series. At least somebody has a backbone to say it enough. Gunn actually went on and fired back at some of these people saying this. He said, quote, because you're made up utterly false beliefs about him for something that someone else told you about that's not true, Chris Pratt would never be replaced as Starler. But if he ever was, we would all be going with him. Chris Pratt is, in fact, a Christian. To the ugly, hateful world out there, they will hate Chris Pratt because they are Christians, because he's a Christian. The director, Gunn, knows Chris Pratt personally. He knows exactly what a Christian looks like in Chris Pratt. That's why he's defending him. Meanwhile, the world hates his guts. Which side are you on that? Those evil Christians. Terrible. I'm not going to go to noodles anymore, just as a side note. The FDA has approved and proposed a plan to ban methyl cigarettes and flavored cigars. They're going to ban those. U.S. government uh, last week released this long-awaited plan to ban methanol cigarettes and flavored cigars, citing the toll on black smokers and young people. Meanwhile, I'm pretty sure that the government is pushing marijuana smoking everywhere. I'm almost 100% sure of this. This same government who's against taste in cigars and wants to make sure everybody can get marijuana and grow four plants in their house. Isn't that a little weird? A little strange, isn't it? Xavier Becerra, who is the Health and Human Secretary, uh, Services Secretary, who, by the way, is an unconstitutional organization. It is not enumerated in the, in the Constitution. Show me where the Health and Human Services should even exist and I'll acknowledge this guy's existence. Anyway, he does exist. His quote is this. The proposed rules would help prevent children from becoming the next generation of smokers and help adult uh, smokers quit. Will it? Is that what it will do? When? They just move on to marijuana, and then you'll endorse that? He added the ban will also be an important step to advance health equity. How How do they bring equity into every single conversation? Now there's smoking equity or inequity. I don't know what he's talking about. That's pretty impressive. You know, one thing about the left is they're pretty on target with their message. Inequities in everything. There's smoke inequity. I didn't know that. Highways are inequitable. Highways. The environment is apparently inequitable. I don't know how they do it. It's very unbelievable. I mean, it's, and, and you know what? No one ever seems to challenge the idea. Actually, and a side note here, this popped in my head. Maybe you guys can help me with it. Eric Gardner, wasn't Eric Gardner the, 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 the black man who was killed in New York and the, the police officer held him in a chokehold and he ended up dying. I thought that was Eric Gardner. If I'm, not, if I'm wrong on that, please just ignore my ignorance on that particular name and you can send me an email, scott at theleadbrothers.com and correct me. But I'm pretty sure he was smuggling cigarettes. Doesn't, doesn't that... So, so tobacco is now an evil against blacks. We're going to ban methyl cigarettes. You don't think there'll be a black market 
sorry for the wording again, but you don't think there'll be a market that it will appeal to black people and make it worse? How is this helping people? I'm, I'm pretty sure that was his name, Eric Gardner. And I might be, I could easily, by the way, not might be, easily be wrong on that. But thank God, by the way, there is a FDA, which is another unconstitutional alphabet agency. The FDA is there for you. You stupid, dumb, surf, and peasant who cannot even recognize how bad COVID is. You actually still wanted to go to restaurants. You wanted to go to theaters. You didn't want to wear a mask on the airplane, you stupid idiot. Thank God the FDA is there to say, look, these methyl cigarettes and flavored cigars, you can't control yourself. We're going to just go ahead and do something for you. We're going to ban them. At the same time we're going to ban them, we're going to institute a new drug into its place called marijuana that will actually perpetuate schizophrenia. We know this to be the case. But is much worse for damage of the brain, but we feel better about it. So smoking bad, not bad, or smoking bad, or smoking cigarettes bad, smoking marijuana, good. That's your FDA. No wonder Madison didn't enumerate it. All right, more in 72 and a half seconds at LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. The Radio Revolution. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You want a unique experience, a unique drinking experience infused with a combination of bourbon and smoke? Try the new 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker, made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique topper fits nicely atop your glass and promises a smoke-infused taste to your favorite drink. Each smoker is straight from the great white oak tree and allows you to be that unique bartender in your home. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Five O. You're listening to the Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. Another one bites the dust. Yeah, I'll tell you what bites the dust. I mean, how about common sense? The Constitution. One-fifth of the reptiles worldwide face a risk of extinction. I wanted to spend a whole lot of time on this. I thought this was preposterous. I saw that this week and was like, are you kidding me? The problem with it is not that, you know, one-fifth of reptiles worldwide face extinction. The next question is why? Why are they facing extinction? Because of you. Consumer habits of the wealthy nations are killing snakes in the poorer country, says the University of Sydney. Habits in 76 countries were the cause of extinction in the other 112 countries. <laughs> Guess which countries? Yeah, Europe, North America were the biggest offenders. So 
we have decades, by the way, with uh, 25% of these reptiles being wiped out. I guess we're supposed to be concerned until I read which ones. Yeah, the cobra snake, it's on there. Good, good riddance. I'm supposed to stop buying uh, things at my grocery store because of I'm worried about the, the cobra in some third world country? I don't think so. That's not going to convince me. Uh, 10,000 reptile species analyzed, 21% were classified as endangered. And it's all because of you. You see the hubris here? It's those wealth. Everything from the less point of view is because of the wealthy. Everything. Including, by the way, Twitter is now being bought from the wealthy. And they can't stand that. Not that the Twitter guy wasn't wealthy anyway. What do you hear that story coming up? But they have a mission now to inform government decisions, to make governments in the wealthy nations make them, I guess, less wealthy. Because when I'm buying things in America, I'm going to lose 21% of reptiles I've never heard of. That's supposed to cause me angst and pain and fear. Quite frankly, I don't care. The world was made for people. Of course, I don't want animals to die. Don't take me wrong. I don't want them to, dis- but I'm not, you know, it's not because I went and bought a bottled water. It's absurd. It's got to stop, people. It's just got to stop. All right, coming up, uh, well, a whole bunch. Apparently, Megan Fox is drinking the blood of her boyfriend. I, isn't that number one issue for everybody? Ministry of Truth also? They're going to end. That is coming up. Check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. You have tuned in to the Lee Brothers radio program. Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. Can this be right? Megan Fox drinks her boyfriend's blood. <laughs> Why are these people so strange? What, what happened? They dropped on their head. Ministry of Truth set up by our federal government. Why, why does the left put up with that? And speaking of the left, they melt down over Twitter. That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show. Outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. Richard Lee is my co-host. My friend and my brother has been for 20 years. Well, brother longer than that, but co-host for 20 years. And the last five have been difficult. And uh, Richard Lee is uh, out, uh, not doing well today, and... uh, Missed the show again this week. He'll uh, swore to me he'll be back next week because he's, uh, quite frankly, Superman. He is, uh, although he cannot leap buildings with a single bound, he can certainly take a hit like no one I've ever seen. Pray for Richard Lee. Prayers for Richard Lee. Send him an email, Richard at theleebrothers.com. Richard at theleebrothers.com. And many of you have asked about his health, and I always point you back to the show we did a couple weeks ago 
about his health, and he talks about it in depth there. Uh, please check that out. I think you would find it uh, very interesting. It kind of gives a rundown of who we are, where we came from with the Lee brothers and that kind of thing, and then and then Richard's health and his future, and it's um, and uh, I think you'll get a lot from that. All right, coming up in the show, we'll try to get to this Ministry of Health and how the left uh, uh, is even freaking out. Megan Fox is drinking boyfriend's blood. Apparently, they're connected, she says. Mm-hmm. Her boyfriend said something about open my chest up and take my soul. So, um, yeah, I think they're watching the wrong things. But can you be an actor in today's culture and be normal? Is it, is it, I mean, okay, Chris Pratt, that's one. Is there two? Okay, Denzel Washington. Is there three? All right, Mark Wahlberg. Okay, there's a few of them. I get it. I get it. Although Mark Wahlberg's had his issues, but he has uh, seemed to be very squared away. I'm actually impressed with his last movie. So I'll give him kudos for that. Good job. All right. So, um, boy, the left has, uh, has gone completely nuts. And it is, um, it is showing itself, which is even more fun. I mean, when, you, when they actually get to freak out and you get to watch and laugh because they're going to lose, at least that's what you hope, you see what's happening with Twitter. Do you know what sparked Elon Musk's bar uh deal with with twitter does it did you know what happened with babylon b see see what happened is elon musk was on babylon b they had him on and babylon b if you know anything about this satire sites christian satire site unbelievable they're great people over there and um they had on elon and elon became a fan of them loved their satire thought it was great but when twitter blocked their account suspended babylon b's account because Babylon B gave the Health and Human Services Assistant Secretary Rachel Levine Man of the Year when she is a man but is dressed as a woman. Twitter suspended Babylon B. And Elon Musk said, have you lost your freaking mind? That's funny, and it's a parody. And so that's what prompted this. So the left has, apparently, this is what's going on in society today. The left is 100% officially embrace the mythology of transgenderism they have a completely and the only way they're going to win a mythical argument is if they are able to censor and silent those who disagree not over truth but they have to disguise it under government censorship so they can't stand that elon musk is going to grab this thing and run with it but that left is in trouble i mean parents are upset that daughters have to compete with men in sports I guess most of us are, are, are furious about paying too much for gas and, and food. And then hear John Kerry come out this week and say, oh, I think we ought to stop natural gas too. Good luck. Our prices just went up higher. People of high crime cities have had it. The, by the way, the entire mantra of the left, you know, police are murderers. Uh, police must be defunded. Uh, Black Lives Matter destroying cities. All that led to this overheated anger and rhetoric of crazy people and police murders have jumped 59 percent there's a reason why that is and it's funny how anyone on the right says anything at all that's accuses them of inciting violence but they don't incite any violence do they so the the twitter meltdown is just a an example of who these people are leaked messages on a private messaging app surfaced this week from twitter employees and they're freaking out. The employees are freaking out. This is the best. Listen to one of them here quoting. 
physically cringing watching Elon talk about free speech. The person who wrote this, by the way, is one of the engineers who identifies as a non-binary, transgender, and plural person. Do I, I don't even know what those words mean. I don't even know who that person is. What happened to just simple... I, I don't even know who that is. What is a non-binary, transgender, and plural person? Who, what, what is that? Physically cringing watching Elon talk about freedom of speech. Goes on to say, quote, we're all going through the five... Listen to this. This is just because Twitter got bought by somebody. We're all going through the five stages of grief and cycles, and everyone's nerves are frazzled. He, uh, by the way, the same person called Musk an a-hole. Uh, went on to say, quote, we're all spinning our wheels and coming up with a worst-case scenario, such as Trump returns and no more moderation, unquote. Do they think they were the really about moderation? Did, they, did, did the people who work at Twitter and are fans of Twitter and want Twitter to continue down the path of banning conservatives and, and uh, like the Babylon Bee really think that they're doing God's work? Do they really think that the great moderator of truth and hate speech when we know who's saying hateful things and it's not who they think it is? Do these people really that scared of Elon Musk Twitter? They must be. And it's fun watching them freak out. <laughs> this is the best part of the whole thing. We got a... Uh, an editorial writer in Richmond at the Richmond Times-Dispatch, richmond.com, called Michael Paul Williams. I thought this article was just, just classic. Twitter has weaponized free speech. Now, I don't, I don't know how you weaponize free speech. But I, don't, I don't know. But, but he says if Musk loses, loosens the reins, he jeopardizes democracy. So let me take this straight. If Twitter lets Trump on, because he gets to that in this article then it jeopardizes democracy? Do these people really think this? Wow. Michael Paul Williams goes on in this article to say that democracy and humanity actually function better before we had Twitter and other online hosts of misinformation, incitement, and hate for people to exploit. In some ways, I agree 100%, but he's not talking about the people you and I are talking about. He actually thinks that people who like Trump or are for Trump or have an opinion on Twitter are ones that incite and hate for people. He goes on to say, Michael Pauliam says, I'm here for the free speech, but not for the, <clears throat> excuse me, abusive behavior Twitter has attempted to curb. Only those on the right. The left is a free reign. I'm also skeptical, he says, of even more concentration of power and wealth in the hands of obscenely wealthy few. Unquote. Who does he think Twitter was owned by? A poor guy? In the hands of the few? That's what we've been saying. The hands of the few trying to control speech. The guy that ran Twitter, the guy with the ring in his nose, you know, the real young kid, whatever it is. He's like he's a multi, multi, multi-millionaire too. Was it okay for him? Oh, I see. I get it, Michael Paul Williams. Power is okay as long as it's in the right hands. That's what this is all about, whether it's in the right hands or not. 
He goes on to say there's a lot of danger having so much power in the hands of only one individual. That's where it was. So you just don't like the new individual. I see. And by the way, where's your position on government? You don't seem to have a problem when all the power is concentrated in one far-off land surrounded by a beltway run by kings and queens. You're perfectly fine with that. Goes on to say we should worry about any powerful central actor, whether it's a government or a wealthy individual. Yeah, that's what we've been saying. That controls so much of a utility, so to speak. Twitter was an arbiter of what was right, and they were the ones who filtered out all the bad people. And, and by the way, YouTube and Facebook do the exact same thing, and they've done it to us. They shut our program off on Facebook. We've been blocked from YouTube. Us. And what are we? That's threat to nobody. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And you can go on YouTube and Facebook and see the most devile human parade of debris you've ever seen, and that's perfectly fine. But the Lee brothers are a threat. Frankly, he says... I think hate speech and corrosive misinformation has been far greater problems on Twitter than stifled speech. You see where he's going with that? He's perfectly fine with we stomp down these bad guys. We got to stomp out their speech. It's a it's a bigger threat. It's a bigger threat than stifling speech. I would rather, he says, Michael Paul Williams from the Richmond Times-Dispatch says, I'd rather us stifle speech. Because this misinformation is too corrosive. Really. As long as you get to decide what that misinformation is, isn't it? He goes on to say, given its history of hosting misinformation, incitement, insurrection, and its ban on Donald Trump, Twitter is a digital stick of dynamite. In other words, if Trump comes back, Twitter gets to blow up the world. This is Who is on Twitter, by the way? What is like less than 10% of the Americans even on Twitter? Come on. Uh, he goes on to say, Musk, who has more than 85 million Twitter followers, have been called out in the past for tweets about Tesla. Yeah, I know, I know, 85 minutes a lot. So a lot of people on Twitter, but it's not going to blow up the world. Musk, who has been more than 85 million Twitter followers, have been called out in the past for tweets about Tesla and securities exchange committee deemed misleading. What makes you wonder how much discipline the site will promote under his leadership? And I'm bothered by the potential power dynamic this accusation creates, says Michael Paul Williams in the Times-Dispatch. He's worried that under his leadership, there'll be no discipline on who can post. You know, it's only because he's not on your side. He'll, po- he'll let people like me post, for example. And you don't like that, Michael Paul Williams. So you wish government and big business was on your side. And when it's not, you throw a fit. And I must say, I'm enjoying watching it. All right, coming up. What is, what is this ministry of truth? What is this all about? 62 seconds, LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com. Adjust your mojo now. Thank you. You want a unique experience? A unique drinking experience infused with a combination of bourbon and smoke? Try the new 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Made in America from recycled bourbon barrels, this unique topper fits nicely atop your glass and promises a smoke-infused taste to your favorite drink. Each smoker is straight from the great white oak tree and allows you to be that unique bartender in your home. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Five O. 
Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. A Virginia tradition like Washington and Madison. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. So are you comfortable? Are you comfortable with government studying what is right and wrong? It's just people, Scott. No, the government will tell you what truth is. Are you comfortable with that? It's exactly what's happening. It's very interesting to watch this thing happen where politicians, kings and queens, sitting so far removed from you, no matter where you live across the entire country on Mojo5Oat.com radio, that they can determine what truth is. When those people themselves have proved to be untrustworthy. Isn't that interesting? Shouldn't America say, uh, no thanks, you're not going to be the arbiter of truth? What is this thing that is happening here? This is the, uh, it's essentially the Ministry of Truth that in George Orwell's 1984, which is this this building. I, I think it was shaped like, what was it? Uh, it's a large white pyramid-shaped building with the slogans on it, uh, war is peace, freedom is slavery, ignorance is strength. <laughs> That's great. That is great. Uh, ignor- and, and, and that is exactly what the, the Ministry of Truth does. It's everything the opposite. This is not about freedom. <laughs> exactly. It's not. So the, the deep state, this far-off land run by the most corrupt people of any party, the Republicans are dead. It doesn't make any difference. These people, these people have organized and called a group called the Disinformation Governments Board. Disinformation Governments Board. I bet they have little badges. That's the DGB, in case you need another alphabet soup of agencies running around in the federal government. Can you believe all the alphabet agencies have the most unbelievable power over your lives? ATF, FDA, CDC, IRS. I mean... Department of Commerce, Department of Energy, Department of Education. I mean, it's just unfreaking believable. I mean, kiss freedom goodbye. We are worried about all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, we got senators worried about baseball games. And- uh, is um, is minor league baseball? Exactly. That's our U.S. Senator goofball, Mark Warner is. So the Democratic Party is setting up the Disinformation Governments Board. And I'm getting all tingly about it because thank goodness there's someone who's going to go around and monitor truth. The Democratic Party that told us we could keep our doctor and our health care is now going to set up a disinformation governments board. Sure, that would go really well. Homeland Security, Aljarno Marcoris, I butcher his name every time, testified last week at the House Appropriations Committee. And one of the... uh, Democratic committee members, Lauren Underwood, asked him a question. 
And the question was, she's concerned. She's concerned about disinformation. And that foreign adversaries will attempt to establish or destabilize our elections by targeting people of color because they're dumber? I mean, what kind of statement is that? Why don't they target everybody? With disinformation campaigns, she says. Of course, the secretary says, don't worry. We've established the misinformation, disinformation government board that's going to be run by Jennifer Gaskell. Isn't that phenomenal? By the way, the Ministry of Truth is now the number one trending thing on Google, in case you missed that, but they're all over it. Washington Examiner reporter said, the Biden administration's new czar to combat disinformation has a history of sharing misleading information. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Nuh-uh. I don't believe that for a second. What are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing? So she has a history of uh, sharing misleading claims about the uh, Christopher Steele dossier, discredited dossier, and downplaying controversials around Joe Biden's son, like, for example, the laptop. What are we doing? Nina Jakorowicz, who was a disinformation fellow. Yes, that's her title. That's not made up. It says disinformation title or disinformation fellow at the Wilson Center, an advisor to the Ukraine Foreign Ministry confirmed a report Wednesday that she has been named executive director of the Department of Homeland Security New Disinformation Governments Board. Phenomenal. What are we doing? So Joe Biden's uh, new disinformation czar is not only a disinformation fellow, but also a steel dossier truther and a Hunter laptop denier. That's what I'm talking about. The most corrupt people are now running a disinformation government's board that will look to you as if you're the problem they ought to be looking internally about that maybe we ought to be reading 1984 and thinking what was that really about the ministry of truth now in in 1984 was involved in the news media entertainment the fine arts and educational books its purpose was to rewrite history to change the facts to fit the party doctrine for propaganda effect that's exactly propaganda effect what's going on here you know the the scary thing about it is there are people who are in favor of twitter blocking people they disagree with there are there are people who are absolutely comfortable with the new ministry of truth in washington dc by the most corrupt people they seem to have no issue with this which is why conservatives always said the government is way too big and powerful and it can crush your liberties so very easy. Imagine being on the wrong side of the Ministry of Truth, that the Department of Homeland Security could come in and say, you represent misinformation. You don't think that's possible? Is there anything here that scares you about the possibility that there could be a badge running around from the Department of Homeland Security and say, you spread misinformation, we're shutting you down, we're demonetizing you, or worse, we're putting you in indoctrination camps. It's already happening. The guy that didn't do the gay wedding in upstate New York had to go to a, a re-indoctrination training course for 30 days or something stupid. You don't think they can shut you down with the new ministry of truth? Be very fearful. And maybe you're thinking, no, no, I like this idea they can shut down conservatives. What if conservatives came to shut down liberals? And for, but, but that's not how it works. Big government elitists love big government to crush their opponents. That's what this is all about. Be very fearful. Be very fearful. What are we doing? 
High capacity, fully automatic, large caliber, freedom. Mojo 5 You want a unique experience? A unique drinking experience infused with a combination of bourbon and smoke? Try the new 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Made in America from recycled bourbon barrels, this unique topper fits nicely atop your glass and promises a smoke-infused taste to your favorite drink. Each smoker is straight from the great white oak tree and allows you to be that unique bartender in your home. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. version of the Federalist Papers without all the reading. The Lee Brothers. No need to read. Just, uh, just let us know. We'll, we'll update you on the Federalist Papers. Seem to make sense. The Virginia House of Delegates I'm sorry, the Virginia House of Democrats voted and threw out their recent leader. It's kind of interesting. Filler Corn is her name. Filler Corn. It's a silly name, but I guess it doesn't matter. Maybe she thinks the Lee name is silly. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure the Lee name is massively offensive to Filler Corn. Filler Corn is from Northern Virginia. She was our speaker before the Republicans took over. And the uh, Democrats threw her out. Big little power struggle there. What I find interesting is Filler Corn's response to all this she said quote i thank the people of virginia my colleagues in the house of delegates for allowing me to serve i would have stopped there but she continued to serve as the first woman and the first person of jewish faith to serve as speaker in the 403 year old history of the commonwealth truly the honor of my life unquote wow she left out some things there first woman first jew in faith Maybe she's the first woman that's 5'7", 130 pounds, with a size 8 shoe. I don't know. She left all that out. Maybe she's the first woman with brown hair. Maybe she is, I mean, couldn't she put more things in there? I was the first woman with long nails to be the Speaker of the House. And I want to thank my colleagues for selecting me because I was a woman, which is essentially what she's saying. Are we putting too much emphasis on what we see in the mirror instead of who we are as people and our character and what we do. Isn't what we do more important than what we are in the mirror? Fillercorn, you're smoking mirrors. That's all you were. And all you care about is that. Could have said something radically different. All right, coming up. Is the Confederate flag a problem in Danville? We'll talk about it. That's next. Joe50.com
the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, Noma Jefferson, Madison, and Patrick Henry, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left, sometimes my far left, is Richard Lee. He is not here. He is um, not feeling well and unable to make the show again this week. Would you please send him an email, Richard, at theleebrothers.com. Tell him you think about him and ask him. For an honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker, I'm actually holding one in my hand right now. It is a Mojo50.com honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker, and uh, you can be an honorary Lee Brother. You can be. You know, we used to have a pretty strict um, rule being a Lee Brother. I mean, you, you, you in the old days, uh, if you called in and, and you had a great call and it was more or less a kind of an agreement, or you made a great case for liberty, we wanted you to be part of our family. So we would make you an honorary Lee brother. Kind of caught on. People loved it. In the old days, we had bigger bumper stickers, and it was uh, – I began to see them around town. It was, it was kind of cool, actually. Um, and then I had one on my car one time. Someone comes up to me and goes, you, you listen to those guys? I said, yeah, I listen to them. <laughs> I sure do, every time. Uh, and they go, yeah, they're great, man. I love them. I got a kick out of that. I thought that was funny. Anyway, I'm holding in my hand the new design ones that say mojo50.com on them. They have the great Mojo logo, and then I'm an honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker. We we will send you one free of charge. All you have to do is send us an email, patriots at theleebrothers.com, at theleebrothers.com, patriots at theleebrothers.com, and just simply say, I would like an honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker and send us your address. We'll put one in the mail to you, or two if you would like. And you will have an honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker with the Mojo 5.0. It's actually pretty cool. My, I, mine fell off my car the other day. I think I need to go put this one on. Do you have one on your car? Yeah. How could you not have one on your car? All right. Mark doesn't have one on his car. It's ridiculous. It's preposterous. Must change immediately. Hey, check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. The trans teacher that says uh, women don't have eggs. Or they're not the only ones that have eggs. Yeah. That's your new trans high school teacher in your local school. Check out that video. We talked about it in the first hour. Uh, trans teacher there. Uh, by the way, that trans teacher in high school is a biology teacher. Yeah. Yeah. They're not, um, they must not be teaching the teachers how to teach biology anymore. How, how do you miss that one? Got kind of simple. That's like the foundation of it all, isn't it? Anyway. Also, there is a Kamala Harris video called Unburdened. It is, um, the problem with watching that video is you're going to feel pretty disgusted with who our vice president, <laughs> I'm quite frank. But then at the end, you might just laugh and go, she's a joke. And she is, but you'll see why. So take three minutes out of your life and waste it watching unburdened Kamala Harris at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. But the cool thing is that the, when you're done watching that, you can see the video of the best catch of the week. And it wasn't from, and it's a major league baseball game, but it wasn't from a major league baseball player. Phenomenal catch. TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. All right, we live in the capital of the Commonwealth. It was also the capital of the Confederacy. And every now and then, you'll see a Confederate flag flying around Virginia. I have, uh, I'm not a fan of the Confederate flag. I think it's 
point of history is fine, and it is a point of history. There's no doubt about it. I mean, I don't despise you if you fly the Confederate flag or you have one on your pickup truck or something. I, I just think it's how, – how should I say what, – what did I say earlier at the break? It's a, well, I said more than it was outdated. It certainly is outdated, but it's, maybe it's not necessary. How about that? It's not necessary to fly it. And if you're flying the Confederate flag, you're doing more than just flying the Confederate. Let's just admit that now. There's a little bit of a poke in the eye you want to do here. And that's just because you can doesn't mean you should. So I, I, I struggle with that a little bit. Now, I will tell you, I have never met a racist person flying the Confederate flag. Now, that doesn't mean they don't exist. Easy now. Don't rip my head off and kick it around the room and say Scott Lee's an idiot. I'm sure they exist. But my first reaction when I see a Confederate flag flyer is not racist. Now, I understand how someone might think that's true, but that's because they never met the person or talked to anyone who flew one. Most of the time, they're flying it for another reason. Now, I don't even agree with the reasons a lot of times. And I do think it's a little bit of, it kind of shows ignorance in my opinion, but I don't, I don't hold judgment against those people. Unless you have a Biden sticker, I hold judgment against you on that one, but not if, no, I'm kidding. Um, no, but so I'm not, I'm not a Confederate flag hater, certainly not a fan of it, but we really in this country have made too much of this. We have turned this into... It's tantamount to flying Satan's flag or something. Danville, Virginia has all been out of shape. They, they, they banned the Confederate flag from their buildings, uh, their government buildings, and it resulted in more Confederate flags flown everywhere. And the newscast there just can't stand it. Good to have you with us tonight. A sign of hate or a representation of history? The Confederate flag's purpose this day and age is up for debate right now in Danville. <laughs> it is? It's up for debate in Danville? Oh, well, it's not for debate anywhere else. It's up for debate in Danville right now. Is it a symbol of hate? It's not a symbol of hate. I, I don't care what you... It's not a symbol of hate. It's not. It's just not. Now, you can say it's a symbol of a flag that flew on the side of slavery. I, don't, I just don't consider it a symbol of hate. Now, this is... It, this is now, think about this. This has now taken an, an entire... Uh, it's taken over the news in Danville. They, they continue. Age is up for debate right now in Danville. This is more of the flags have started flying there. ABC 13's Claire Gall joins us live in Danville. And Claire, some city leaders say these flags are not representative of the people who live there. Some? You mean there's some that say there are? I just get a kick out of this. You can see the producer. We're putting this get together. Get a woman out on the street, camera, get a flag flying in the background. We're going to do a whole bit on this. <laughs> this is incredible. That's exactly right. Officials tell me that they want to spread the message that Danville is an inclusive city, not one that supports hate or injustice. Throughout Danville, Confederate flags can be seen on major streets like Memorial Drive. It's not representative of who we are as a community. City leaders like city manager Ken Larkin want to make it clear that the city doesn't support the flags. We overcome any small group of people that might try to portray us as something that we're not. NAACP President Tommy Bennett believes the increasing number of Confederate flags are a retaliation to others being taken down, like the one at the Danville Fine Arts Museum in 2015. Once they removed this one, 
They just start popping up everywhere. <laughs> just three months ago, the Confederate flag in front of the Martin Luther King Bridge was taken down when the property was sold, once again prompting more flags. Bennett says newcomers and businesses often see the flags and have questions. They do? I, I don't believe that for a second. They see the flags and have questions? Well, so some guy's flying a flag in front of his house and the company's like, I have questions. What do you want to do? This is what it comes down to every time I hear these things. What do you want to happen? Not every in supposed injustice, not every problem that exists on the planet has a government solution. It just doesn't. Sometimes things suck. And the federal government can't swoop in the Department of Justice and do something about every single person who wants to fly. A conf- I mean, where are they going with this? Maybe we'll find out. Flags. Bennett says newcomers and businesses often see the flags and have questions. Companies come into Danville, and the, when they see these Confederate flags, they ask all kind of questions. What is this about? Confederate flag supporters like Benjamin Quintara insist their love of the flag is about history, not hate. But at the end of the day, history is just that history. And trying to erase history doesn't really get rid of it. City manager Ken Larkin says they can't remove any of the flags because they're on private property. Darn! Ivan Danville, Claire Gall, ABC 13. Oh, no. That's what it came down to. At the very end, they simply just wrapped it up and said, too bad. You can't do anything about it. They're on private property. So we did an entire segment in Danville News about people flying flags on their private property. What if there was a newscast about there's too many LGBT flags flying around Danville, Virginia, which means we're not inclusive of everyone. We only want LGBTQ people. Would anyone run that at? Would they run that uh, thing on their newscast tonight? LGBT communities asking, is it too much? Too many LGBT flags are being flown in Danville. That tonight at six. I mean, that, that that'd be just as absurd. The whole thing. Get down to the point is. Are they trying to stir it up more to make people think government should do something? And the quick answer is, of course, yes, they are. Because that is the solution to every single thing that happens in our culture today. It's not asking whether government should do it. It's just, is it wrong? And therefore, the government ought to stop it. If I don't like the guy who's flying the flag or I don't like the flag, government should stop it. That is the premise that everything is about now. Every newscast, every uh, statement. Everything is about what can government do to stop this travesty that's happening. Every newscast is a travesty. Can't Biden do something? Can't the governor do something? It's always what can the government do? And you know what? Why do you stop that? What can your neighbors do? What can you do? Not what can government do? Be very careful with what you want government to do. It's like this, this idea about this, um, you know, women are paid less than men which isn't true, by the way, but let's just say for the sake of argument, you believe it to be true. Oh, yes, Scott, women are paid less. Okay, I acknowledge, it's just, I agree with you. Now what? What shouldn't be the case? Okay, shouldn't be, now what? Well, we should stop it. Okay, how do you suggest we stop it? Well, we need government to stop. What would that look like? What would the the pay police look like? What would they do? How would they rectify it? How could they prove it? What would it mean to companies who hire women? What would it mean to 
to the possibility of women not getting as many jobs because there's a government police badge running around making sure you're doing the right thing. Or a woman could rock back on you and say, see, I wasn't paid that. When the, we, everyone knows who's listening to me, nobody works the same. How can there possibly be two people who work identical and get paid this? It's not right. But see, it doesn't feel right. Therefore, government must do something. Be very fearful of a fake utopia spread by Democrats. No, we can make everything perfect and utopia and equal and free. Trust us. Just give us your wallet. All right, coming up. Uh, Ben Shapiro had an amazing quote this week. I want to share that with you. And Megan Fox is drinking her boyfriend's blood. Hmm, I thought highly of her until then. That's next. LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com. The greatest living collection of freedom fundamentalists. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You want a unique experience? A unique drinking experience infused with a combination of bourbon and smoke? Try the new 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Made in America from recycled bourbon barrels, this unique topper fits nicely atop your glass and promises a smoke-infused taste to your favorite drink. Each smoker is straight from the great white oak tree and allows you to be that unique bartender in your home. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Five O. Just like masks and COVID, the Lee brothers are never going away on Mojo Five O. <laughs> well, the mask did go away. <laughs> well, not entirely. Not entirely. There's still a big de- debate about this, and COVID's not going away. That's that. It can't go away. It's a power trip for the left. It's a it's a power grab for the left, and it all fits inside the cool little premise that you're just dumb. You can't do it without government. I was watching The View again this week, which is, I mean, I I think I'd rather have my fingernails pulled out one by one than to watch this horrific show. They're talking about how they were going to go to the White House Correspondents' Dinner, and uh, Joy Behar was thinking, that's a super spreader. I'm not going to that. And uh, all our other friends said, yeah, we're going to go, and we're going to wear a mask half the time because we got to eat and drink. So it's just, it's folly. But one of them on the, uh, the, the panel said, we did need government to stop people from doing things. That was almost an exact quote. I, and we tried to get it, and I wasn't able to grab that clip. But could you imagine the, the hubris, the audacity, the arrogance of someone who looks around at people and thinks that way? I mean, it's one thing for the view to think that way, but the people who really think that way are also running our government. So they look at you with that kind of contempt, that kind of, that kind of disdain. You're just dumb. You don't know. And without government, you would have done stupid stuff. 
Man, that is exactly why we have a constitution, because there are elitists who look down on you. Isn't it funny how all the elitists are uh, in New York City and surrounded by wealth and money and uh, the best food, the best, the best clothes, the best cars, TV, media. These people who claim they're not elitists are the most elite people ever looking their nose down to other people. You don't see somebody in, um, let's say, Iowa who uh, says, you know what, man, I really need government to come over here and help me figure this out. That doesn't happen. But for some reason, the elitist in, in, in uh, New York City and places have that view. You're just dumb. I mean, if you ever got out of Iowa and came to where smart people live, like New York City, and we got to figure this thing out. But instead, since you can't, we need the force of government to keep you from not wearing a mask. We need the force of government to keep you from doing something stupid. Speaking of Iowa, Ben Shapiro was in Iowa. He was talking to a group of college students there. He does a great job. One of the things he's mentioned that I thought was interesting about family, you know, he, has, uh, he obviously believes in uh, one man, one woman, two, two parents raising their kids to be moral, productive, and God-fearing. And uh, he said this at the end of one of his speeches. So bottom line is, you know, you preserve those roles. You, you, you make, a, I think we should be very aggressive in, in, in defending these roles, by the way. I think one of the mistakes that the right makes when it comes to defending values is very often we speak in terms of liberty, and that's great when it comes to the government. But when it comes to defending our own values, it's not that I deserve the liberty to raise my family as I see fit. It's that my system for raising my family is correct, and it should be defended, and it deserves defense on its merits. Wow. Man, is he not dead on with that. You know, the other side does. The other side actually argues that two dads are better. They actually argue that two moms are better. That two dads should be able to adopt a little girl and raise them. They make that case verbally, aggressively, purposely, vote that way, and scream it in your face. Why don't we have that same passion for what we know is a better way, like Ben Shapiro says there at the end. I mean, that's essentially what he said, right? Correct. And it should be defended. And it deserves defense on its merit. It deserves defense on its merit. Civilizations that work, that are real, that are functioning, are built around families. Not different definitions of families. Civilizations are literally built on men and women getting married, getting jobs, and raising children in that order. And let me add one more thing. Graduating from high school, getting married, having kids, and working hard to raise a family. That is the backbone of a healthy civilization. Remove that and you destroy a healthy civilization. Remove that and only government can fill its void. Destroy the family government gets bigger hmm i wonder why black lives matter is one of their first things is to undermine the nuclear family i wonder why marxists and socialists despise the family unit so badly wonder why the lesbian gay and that group despises the traditional family and hates them is there an agenda behind that ben shapiro is exactly right can we play that clip again i think that clip says so much, and most people don't even really think about it. 
So bottom line is, you know, you preserve those roles. You, you, you make, a, I think we should be very aggressive in, in, in defending these roles, by the way. I think one of the mistakes that the right makes when it comes to defending values is very often we speak in terms of liberty, and that's great when it comes to the government. But when it comes to defending our own values, it's not that I deserve the liberty to raise my family as I see fit. It's that my system for raising my family is correct, and it should be defended, and it deserves defense on its merits. Absolutely love that. It's phenomenal. Very well done. Meanwhile, actress Megan Fox, on another note, entirely in a horrible transition, uh, has her fiancé musician uh, Machine Gun Kelly. I don't know who that guy is. I, I am, uh, I'm probably the worst pop culture. This show is probably the worst pop culture stuff you'll ever hear. Um, I didn't know this. Uh, Megan Fox is 36 years old. I thought she was a lot younger than I thought she was in her 20s. Uh, during a, I guess she was during the one time I saw her in the movie... Uh, Transformers. Was that the name of the movie? Transformers, yeah. During a recent interview on Glamour magazine, Megan Fox, 36, said that she and her partner drink each other's blood as a tribute to greater things, such as moon rituals and more. This is evidence of a healthy, well-balanced relationship. It's just a few drops. I know, right? (laughs) It's just a few drops. But yes, we do consume each other's blood on occasion for ritual purposes only. She said, I'm much more controlled compared to Baker. I read tarot cards, and I'm into astrology, and I'm doing all this metaphysical practices and meditations, and I do rituals on new moons and full moons and all these things. And so when I do it, it's a passage, or it's used for a reason. She pointed out her method for exchanging blood is much more disciplined than compared to that of her betrothed, who said, by the way, cut my chest open with broken glass and take my soul. These are normal people, right? Are they planning on having kids? That might be a problem. <laughs> that is uh, the most disgusting thing I can. I, I can't believe. And I, I did. I, did the reporter say, "Are you insane?" I mean, what? How'd that interview go? All right, wrap up the show in sixty-two seconds. LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com. The Radio Revolution. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You want a unique experience, a unique drinking experience infused with a combination of bourbon and smoke? Try the new 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker, made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique topper fits nicely atop your glass and promises a smoke-infused taste to your favorite drink. Each smoker is straight from the great white oak tree and allows you to be that unique bartender in your home. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Five O. The Lee Brothers, practicing the First Amendment and using the Second, only when necessary. 
And that is a wrap of the radio program. Richard's here to tell you what kind of wrap it is, and uh, it's usually probably a good one, especially when you're really, really hungry after the show and you talk for so many hours and you're exhausted and you just want to go home. Oh, missing Richard. He'll be back next week. Send him an email, Richard at the Leebrothers.com. And on our Doc Thompson, good friend of ours here in Richmond, founder of Mojo50.com. What did you learn today? We got time for this? Okay, I guess we do. We learned that reptiles fakes extinction because you are buying water bottles. But the good news is the extinction is cobras and nasty snakes like that. So continue to buy the water bottle. We also learned that it is um, perfectly constitutional to, um, to teach that women aren't the bearers of children and eggs, but unconstitutional to pray at a 50-yard line as a coach unless the Supreme Court steps in, which is really hard to believe. How did a case like that go to the Supreme Court? Can't we as Americans go, let that guy pray? What's the? This is a legal issue? We got to fight and scream over this because a coach wants to pray? Isn't there coaches doing worse things we got to worry about? Coach goes to the 50-yard line and prays and the country freaks out? Unbelievable. We learned that Joe Biden's endorsement of teachers is dead wrong. We learned that a high school teacher is a transgender, actually thinks girls don't have eggs or worse that men can have them isn't that crazy what's the ministry of truth go read 1984 and just tell me i shouldn't be feared for my country go ahead 1984 pick it up george orwell and then tell me there's not a ministry of truth and why our federal government is doing it can you someone encourage me please somebody encourage me please and uh megan fox drinks her boyfriend's blood uh we learned a lot of things we learned philicorn is a horrible name for a house speaker she should have been this uh, removed from leadership, and she was, and she found out that it was she was the first Jewish woman ever in Virginia's speaker position, ever. And apparently she wears size 7 shoes, and that makes her a unique person. And she's 5'7 and 130 pounds. That makes her unique. Think of all the things that make you unique. Hey, uh, did you miss the show? How dare you? Mojo50.com is all archived. Mojo50.com. Thanks uh, so much for listening. If you prefer liberty to tyranny, or if you prefer founding father principles over the council culture, or you just want to make radio great again, join us here again next week. For an honorary Lee Brothers, send us an email, patriots at theleebrothers.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.